Last week I did a session at Cafe Church and we looked at the whole area of patience. And it reminded me just how much I struggle with patience at time. And so for the next four weeks, you are going to join me on my therapy session as I reflect on this whole area of patience and how to become more patient. Now in the four sessions, we're gonna cover four different things. The first, we're gonna look at being patient with ourselves, then being patient with others, being patient with God, and being patient when people we love don't want to know Jesus. So today we're gonna start off by looking at ourselves and being patient with the people that we are. I think sometimes we can get very frustrated with ourselves. We can wish that we were different, we can wish that we didn't do that, and there's a sense of annoyance and impatience that we're not quite the people that we want to be yet. If I was to ask you to write two lists, and on the first list, to write all of the things that you are proud of, that you are happy about yourself, your character, the things that you've said and done recently. And then on the second list, if I asked you to write the things that you're not proud of, things that you would change about your character or things that you have said that weren't great, I suspect you, like me, would find it easier to write the list of the things that I want to change, the things that I think, oh, Kath, why did you do that? And I think sometimes it's easy for us to get preoccupied with the negative, with what isn't right, with what we want to change. And it's very easy to get frustrated with ourselves. Kath, why do you keep doing that? Why aren't you different? And we can often be harder on ourselves than we would be with other people. We have this sense that I'm supposed to be better than this. We have this kind of perfectionist outlook upon our lives and it can leave us feeling frustrated and weary and just not good enough. So I want to say there are two key things when we're looking at being patient with ourselves that I think are really important to reflect on. The first is to remember that our status changes when we become a Christian. When we say, Jesus, I've messed up, I want to follow you, Thank you for your death on the cross. I praise you that you rose again. I want you to be Lord of my life. When we say that, in that moment, our status is instantly and miraculously changed. We become new creations. The old has gone, the new has come. We become dearly and precious loved children of God, welcomed into his presence, loved, loved unconditionally, lavished with grace and mercy and welcomed into the most intimate of relationships. Now that isn't because of anything that we've done, that is because of Jesus, because of his death and because of his resurrection, because of who Jesus is. We get treated differently. We get access into the holy of holies. We get access into the presence of God. And it's not about us and how good we are. It's about Jesus and how awesome he is. Sam Albury is a vicar and he said this. In this world, you're only as good as your last deal or your last performance or your last movie or your last win. With the gospel of Jesus, You only have to be as good as your saviour and he's doing just fine. Jesus is doing just fine. 
Jesus is awesome and because of his awesomeness, we are loved, we are welcomed. And sometimes we get frustrated, I'm not good enough, what must God think of me? God's opinion of us doesn't change. We are loved and we are welcomed, don't beat yourself up. But also, the second point is we need to realise that we're a work in progress. That actually the moment we become a Christian, we don't just miraculously become perfect. We don't just stay in that place. That God's desire for us is to become more and more like Jesus, to reflect his character, to speak in the ways that he would, to love this world. And so the moment we become a Christian, we start a journey. And we need to recognise that we are never going to be perfect in this lifetime. That will only happen when Jesus returns and we enjoy all of eternity with our Heavenly Father. That doesn't give us an excuse not to try, but actually God wants to help us day by day, moment by moment, to change and to become more like Jesus. In Philippians 1 verse 6 it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God has begun a good work in us. It takes time to change. All God asks is that we're open and we're willing and we say, God, change me. God, bring to the surface the areas that I am struggling with. And God will, over time, in the power of the Holy Spirit, begin to change us from the inside out. We can look back maybe 10 years ago and see things that we struggled with then that we don't struggle with now. That can give us confidence. There'll always be things that we need to work through. But God is good. God is gracious. God loves us. Because of Jesus, we are always welcomed. We are not judged. We are not kicked out of God's presence. But he says, come. Come with an open heart. Come and together, let's work this through. So when you're feeling impatient and fed up with yourself, remember that God isn't impatient, that God isn't fed up, that God loves you. And that God wants to just carry on the work that he has begun in you by the power of the Holy Spirit.